0: Steele, and welcome to the Jesus Pie and Coffee podcast, the place where we have real conversations over pie and coffee. Hey friends, today on the podcast we talk with with my friend Becky Kaiser. Man, it is chock full of awesome stuff. We talk about her podcast, her book Sacred Holidays. Um... And I love Sacred Holidays. It talks about keeping Jesus in all of the holidays and less chaos. Um, We talk about um, her kids and staying home and life coaching and this amazing new retreat that she's working on. Um, And I hope that you will go grab your favorite cup of coffee and pull up a chair and join us. Thanks, guys. Hi, everyone. This is my friend Becky. Becky. Okay. So, um, I don't know, Matt, are you recording? I always ask that. Are we recording? Oh, oh yes. we already, we haven't started though, right? No, no, no. So much. <laughs> but you know, like the best stuff is in the beginning when you're just it's hashing true. it out. It's whatever you want to. That's right. Um, okay. So can you just kind of, uh, tell us about you? Like what's, what's your day like now and oh. your, your family my family and my day and i know okay. how you're like i'll preface with your children so mom what do you do that's cool <laughs> that's like just you just talk to people about Christ. jesus <laughs>
1: No, no, no. I have to like, it's very important that they think what I do is cool because otherwise uh-huh. it's really not important. And I just, the teachers at the school had me come do career day at the school. Fun. And so I'm like, but how am I going to get first graders and third graders to think what this is cool? So I brought pictures of like when I did the interview on TV and I brought my book with a picture, like when it was in the stores and all the stuff. And they're like, wow. It's like, yes, we have the cool points. Yes, otherwise I really am a so cool good. mom. I
0: have a cool job.
1: It's just only cool for like five minutes a year. The rest of it's true that. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we live in the Woodlands, Texas. I have three girls: Karis, Mariah, and Chandler. So third grade, first grade, and pre-K. So next year, Tara, I become after ten years of being home with a kid, I, it will be the first time in ten years to not have somebody home with me during the day. Wow,
0: that's, that's big, awesome. right? I don't. Well, yeah, because I never, I never did that. Yeah, I always had my but, kids in. What is the earliest I mean, she, that can put you in a school? <laughs> well, like the six months, awesome.
1: Done. The youngest is in like pre-K this year, so she goes two and a half days a week. And then Chris and I have been married thirteen years. He works at Exxon, um. So that's like my family day. And then my day day. Well, everything is so different. I I don't even know exactly. So I write. Right. I had a book come out a year and a half ago with um called Sacred Holidays. So it's all about how to make all your holidays more meaningful, less chaotic, just super focused on Jesus and loving intentional, loving people. Um, so that came out a year ago after having run a ministry called Sacred Holidays for three years, where I did Advent and Lent Bible studies. And just through social media and email, just try to encourage women to make those days more meaningful because we all kind of go cray cray <laughs> during those days. And just in the past six months or so, I felt like and even before Sacred Holidays, I used to do a lot of life coaching and then something had to give when Sacred Holidays started growing. So I stopped the life coaching and um, just the past six months, it's I felt just like something has to change and it's, and I've just felt a release from Sacred Holidays. So I've stopped the ministry as itself and just kind of feel like the book is the resource that I give to people. Like it is right. it is all the tools I could have. If there's anything else I can share, follow on social media and I'll share any other ideas I have, but I was keeping something going that was good and growing, and there was many opportunities to grow it in other ways. Um, But I just really, really enjoyed coaching women. I really enjoyed teaching God's Word and having a more discipleship-focused, and I was just kind of stuck in this bubble talking about holidays. And while I obviously love holidays, I wrote a book on it. It's not the main thing. Just like you love pies, but there's things you like more than pie. And so sometimes we can get stuck in our niche, and Lord gave us those niches, but sometimes that was just your, your avenue to get onto a certain path, but it wasn't the path you're supposed to stay on. So right now, I don't know. I, I'm really just asking God, what does it look like? I had my first little boutique event, uh, two weekends ago. So
0: 55 ladies came out. I want to hear all about that. It was amazing. And uh, I was, I know I'm just not supposed to be jealous, but I was way jealous (laughs) that I didn't get to go because I was supposed to have been at yeah. Rachel Hollis is and yeah. at the Rice Conference and then well Rick not didn't it. have cancer. So but like, <laughs> praise it. Jesus. Yeah. But hey. I just and I felt so at peace like the the obedience part of saying, We're not going to Florida and we yeah. don't care how much money we've lost because yeah. I'm not gonna let that man walk into a center that says cancer by himself. Right. Yeah. And then when everything got cancelled, I was like, sweet could yes. go to Becky's event. Yes. Next time. Next and time then for sure. I don't know what happened. Life. You found out life. your husband didn't have cancer. And, all and of I life, was like, like, I'm not going to go to Becky's. I'm just going to no, hang out here.
1: Celebrate with your man. And <laughs> yeah. what's crazy is like when I was with you last time in person was when y'all were just starting to find out something was not right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's it's been a process. That's a long time. It is. And he just, he, uh, when he called to tell me, uh, he my phone, I was driving. So it, it did that notification. She's driving. Yeah. And so he called, um, Clarissa's, she's the girl that helps do all the things. Yeah. And she was in the car and she's like, she told him he, she's on the phone or she's driving. And so she hands me her phone and she has sprint. Yes. Hashtag sprint stinks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it kept dropping the calls. And no, so the no. first drop was I heard from the doctor, drop. drop. And I was like, no, no. no. Oh. And then so I call him back. He's sobbing. <gasps> Hashtag drop. No. <laughs> and I'm like, dream more doing phone. <laughs> so I called him on and then I was like, um, are you are you sobbing because like Have it's good or now? it's bad? And he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> wow um it was it was like all the thing like he had just suppressed it all yeah. and got to let it all out because there was this
1: <sighs> so wow. peace
0: that's peace big. through the whole thing but that unknown yeah that's so easy anyways it's all good so tell me though i want to hear all about that event tell us yeah how did that evolve how did that happen so
1: I had, so I used to do a lot of life coaching where I'd meet with women. We would do a lot of goal setting, planning, accountability in that frame.
0: Did you uh, go for, sorry, did yeah. you go, how did you get into life coaching? Cause I do want to hear about that too.
1: Yeah, good question. So that was when was my middle child, Mariah was a baby and it was a good friend of mine was a life coach and he, he just saw something in me and he also had a really full docket and he was like, I need I'm at capacity with clients and I have other companies that he would coach companies, nonprofits, and then individuals. And he said, I'm at capacity and I want to bring someone in. And we were good friends and had very similar personalities. And so he said, I think you'd be really great at this. And so he like paid for my certification. He mentored me and he said, so then he gave me all his female clients and then some of the nonprofits that I resonated with. And so that was kind of like, I got, I dipped into it and, and I just like loved it. Yes. Like, I love, I always wanted to be a psychologist, but I didn't like school. So it's like, it's, yes. So it's kind of like doing like what I w- imagined counseling people, except instead of dealing with like true issues, which I love counseling, psychology, all that stuff that's so necessary needed. You're really focusing on like, and I would send half my clients to counseling because they needed to deal with right. things with professional in that realm. And then we could still walk together of like, okay, but how do we move forward in the present day? Like, even though you've had this trauma or you've experienced this or your marriage is like this, or you have depression, how do we function now today and move forward? But that was just one of those things I had to let go. I had to choose sacred holidays or that, and I have three kids. And so I had to just let that one slide for a while. But once I was writing the sacred holidays book and I started focusing on the new years, and as i was looking at growing sacred holidays the ministry the next thing i really wanted to focus on was the new year's element so how would i bring in like new year's was and trying to figure out would it be like a planner would it be like a goal-setting journal or workbook and as i was playing through all that i realized i have to do one of these events and so about a year ago my friend kelly Ramsay i don't know if you met her we were at our lake house on new year's we we're like next year i'm doing the event yeah. and then life happened and so nothing right and it was when I just felt like I had started letting sacred holidays go. The ministry this past fall, and I would started talking to some friends about it again. And I was like, I think I'm going to do it, but I'm not sure, you know, because it's a big commitment when you're going to sure. start to do. And it was when I was driving. Is anyone but... going to
0: come? And how am I going to pay for it? Yeah, all those like, like, things? Here.
1: Will Will I go broke because of this? Is five? Are five people going to show up? And anyway, so when I I did Jamie Ivy's podcast a few months ago, and when I was driving to Austin, it was like three hours of uninterrupted headspace. Hmm. And that's when I, Laura was just like, you have to run with this. And so when I got there, I told her and she's like, okay, well, let's talk about that on the show today. Then instead we were going to talk Christmas. And I was like, all right, like well, I've just told a whole bunch of people that I'm going to do it. So I think I, you know, I said, I called
0: and I got the cards like, so we need to put the website together and I need to find the location. <laughs> it's on the pod. It's on Jamie IV. There's it's a lot of people listening. Wednesday,
1: and so we need to figure this out because I'm announcing it anyway. And so it happened in January and it was like, it sold out within like yeah. five days. It was just, and it was just so much fun and it was the most random collective of women, but we all came together like this instant sisterhood and the Lord just did a really sweet work as we let go of 2019 just the hurts the sorrows the griefs the but also the good things and then re-centered on our identity what the Lord calls us who he's called us to be and then we got into the goal setting and dreaming and it was just Tara it was so fun and I I was so afraid to do something because I was afraid to fail and I was afraid it wasn't going to work out and
0: I loved it I loved it so much that's awesome. Okay, when's the next one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think maybe I need to put it, it on my
1: calendar. One, yes, I will. Like, need to email my friends all first so that they can not announce it on another podcast first. <laughs> um, they. So I'm thinking I might do one in June. Oh my gosh, I was just May. thinking
0: a June one would be awesome. Or like, a, like, we a like a recap
1: in a mid year. Yeah. Check it. So Perfect. I think it's, I think I'm going to do one in June. I think well, you Well, I should.
0: just announced it on your podcast what's yeah. happening.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't, five people might've heard, not 5 million, but five people no. probably heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comparing or anything, but. No, it's, but it's just, it's the
1: speaking, it wasn't even like. Well, it's, it's you're putting it into
0: existence.
1: Come, it's more just like a verbal commitment to yourself than it is even like, would her people come or not? That. It's more just like, okay, I said I'm going to do it. Will I keep this promise to myself or not, and, and that, follow through? That's awesome. So now I got to follow through because you just helped me do it. Thanks, to Tara, my
0: life coach. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, I love the whole life coach thing. I've, I love doing that whole process. And people are like, oh, you should do that. And I was like, well, well do I have to go to school? What do I need to do? Like, that's my whole process. Like, because I don't want to go to school. And how long do I have to? How many? How long is the course? <laughs> Right. That's yes. what I'm like, uh, what do I have to commit to? Yes. But I'm like, if you're committing to helping people and coaching their lives, then mm-hmm. I should make a little bit of commitment. Just
1: yes. On your end. Just a little. But you also have a full plate now as an author and a podcast host and running a business. Yeah. Are you talking about me?
0: Yes. Oh, I was like, well, yeah. And you're an author and you have a podcast too. Yeah. I love it. So good. Okay. Tell me about your podcast. How did that start? Cause I mean, All it's new. the thing
1: to do. It's the thing to do. Well, I th- to me, I feel like the podcast is kind of like what the blog used to be, you yeah. know, like, did you ever blog back in the day?
0: Not like I, not nope. I was okay. not, I could not give the blogging any breath attention. at that time of my yes. life when blogging was the thing, was the thing.
1: Yeah. So I, to me, I feel like the podcast is a new form of communication and what I, why I wanted to do it is it was part of that six year, six month transition of, okay, if I'm not doing holidays, Lord, what do you have? And what, what are the things that you've gifted me and Give me, I'm passionate about doing and I have the capacity to do it, or you are going to give me the capacity if I just step in faith in this way. And the podcast is something that I kept just like hearing, like, this is something you should do. This is something you should do. But I didn't want to do it because everyone's doing a podcast yeah. and like every three days there's a new announcement. Yeah. And I just want, didn't want to create more noise. in the Oh my space. gosh. That's been like my
0: anthem for lately. Like, I don't want to be part of the noise. I don't, yes. don't want to give noise. you more things you have to do. I'm yes, like, it's not have to. It's
1: so good noise. Yeah, and Yeah. There's And there's a place for everybody. Like I, I wasn't even so much, well, like this person has 5 million people that listen to her show. What if I only ever have five? And it wasn't even so much that it was just, I know, you know, the amount of time and energy it takes to prep and plan for podcasts. And, but that's where the Lord kind of gave me the idea of what if you coach women through your podcast now? Mm -hmm. And I hope to get back into one-on-one coaching once Chandler goes to kindergarten next year. And my days aren't so like cramped like they are now. Um, But right now I'm doing every once a week, trying to keep it in a 10 to 30 minute show on a topic of if you were sitting across from me and we were talking about a main issue, here's the advice I would give you. And just trying to make it super practical, biblical based, and just a friend the friend who so many of us need who will just shoot it to you super straight, but also yep. be encouraging at the same time. Um, and I am, I'm loving it. I mean I'm like three shows in it, um, but
0: I really, really like it. No, I love it. Piece. I think your show's great. Thank you. I think that, um, what that approach is great because it's hard for people to hold each other accountable when you're sitting face to face yeah. So maybe you know it's just a great way to plant that seed. Like, yes. Oh, okay. And it's easier, of course, to talk into a mic and you're not staring at someone. Like, hey, yeah. hey.
1: hey, get your crap together. And yeah,
0: <laughs> that I think it's great. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so there's I I should stop things when I want to be like, oh, I want to ask you about this. Oh, I want to ask you about this because. Then I squirrel and forget what oh, I was going to ask you. That's part of that's like a normal conversation. Then this is like real friends
1: talking. We were like, "To totally forget what I forget was going to ask say. you." Yes.
0: Well, um, I um, I was remembering. I I just love everything that you're about. I love your podcast. I've loved your book because I love the holidays too, and I love how you yeah. put Jesus on all the holidays, even Halloween, and that's your yes. favorite. Um, yeah. I think it's probably my favorite. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because I think like with holidays, people, Christians, like there's a chapter, I think it's at the end of the book where it talks not to be that Christian. And it's one of my favorite chapters. And it's one I get the most like feedback on because as Christians, we really don't know how to do holidays. We either like go super, super like, you know what I'm saying? Like so Christian with it that we're unapproachable or we just don't know how to evolve our faith, involve our faith into our holidays. And so we do nothing. Right. And then we feel guilt and shame and we do miss out on that element. And so my hope with all of the holiday with secret holidays, the book so much is just that women feel like, okay, I can have all the fun and the whimsy and the magic that I loved about my holidays that I've always loved about my holidays. And I don't have to turn away from that stuff, but I still can involve Jesus in really natural ways that aren't there aren't forced like our family. We don't do like family Devo time. I try it every so often. And it's just not something that works for me. Yeah. Um, but it's just everybody finding what works for them.
0: I think that's great. Like you just gave someone permission. Like it's okay if you don't have family devotional time. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's yes. going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine. Jesus, Jesus still loves you. People. Yes. And your kid. And we have to trust them with their lives more than we just can't control that. No, we cannot. We can influence it, but we can't control it.
0: I know I, uh, Braden, um, he's they're um going to Houston today and they're doing this thing called J. A. Biztown. I don't know if that's just a Brenham thing. Yeah. But um or everywhere thing, and I'm not sure even where they're Going, I just know that they're traveling on a bus, a lot of children, and I was like, I trust the bus driver. It's just everyone else that I don't trust, <laughs> and the weather's <laughs> disgusting, and you know, yes. like I'm sitting my child on a bus. But um, I I um, Br- Bentley noticed that Braden had left his lunchbox in the car, and he's like, oh, well. Braden's lunch, because we had already dropped off Braden, and we're on to the yeah. next school to drop off Bentley, and um, so Rick went back in, and he and Braden like passed in the hall. I mean, Rick looked like, "Do you have you brush your teeth? And he even was like, I can't believe I'm walking into the school like this. I was like, well, better you than me right now. So um, get your butt in there and you do it. And uh, he, they passed each other and Braden was in and Braden has such anxiety about that kind of stuff. And you know, he's, I think like so many things have been instilled in kids in schools and things like that. Like, well, that they're so scared and they live in fear. Like I can't pee. (laughs) I have to eat lunch at this time. You know, if I don't get here by this time, this is happening, you know? So, um, and he's that kid that just, I don't want to say he's a rule follower, but he's kind of a rule follower. And, but they did in passing and Rick saw him and he was in, he had, not got freaked out or anything that he didn't yeah. have his lunch. And he goes, he was in the line getting a sack lunch to go, just Aww. not letting it stress him out. And I was so proud of him uh, just to, and, and it just, the things you had said just triggered yeah. that, that just so proud of our kids and how they and they to just see that, people. like, oh, he is growing yeah. up. And yeah.
1: and then, of course, he was like,
0: thanks, Dad, so much for bringing my lunch. So I don't oh. have to eat the sack lunch from school.
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> but um, I was also so proud of him. I was, like, opening. I opened up his backpack and finally signed his folder from <clears throat> December. And um, there's a piece of paper in there. And for the JA BizTown, he had been interviewed. And I remember one of the teachers telling me, um, at school, like, Oh, I interviewed your kid for what position he will get for the business town. And she just said how she was like, I was just so proud of him because the things that were on the forefront were Jesus. And I was like, Oh really? That's so awesome. And, um, so I opened up the paper yesterday and it says that he is the CEO of Centerpoint Energy. Whoa! I know. And I was like, Brayden, you didn't tell me that you got the center point energy CEO. And he's like, what's a CEO. I was like, Oh dear gosh. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, you're making $9 an hour. According to this of paper, you are loaded. loaded. <laughs>
1: $9 an hour. I bet the CEO would be very happy to hear that that's his new salary.
0: I know. I was like, well, I guess your daddy and I could be CEOs. And I don't think we make $9 an hour. I think we make like six, maybe five. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's on the grand schemes compared to center point, we make a dollar.
1: Yeah. If we're going to actually make this, it, it's like 25 cents an hour.
0: Nice. But yes, kids, I love them. I love watching them grow up and, um, Using the gifts God's given them. I yes. love it. Yeah. And you have girls and of course I have boys. So we're talking in complete opposite. Yeah.
1: We have just, it's just, I lo- like, I'm not a baby mom. I'm not sure how you are. Like, I mean, I loved my kids. I loved, I uh, tried to soak it up as much as possible, but it's just not my favorite age. And I'm loving this, them getting older. And yes. even last year, we, we did a super fun trip. We went to Australia for my husband's brother got married.
0: Right. And I remember that was... ordeal. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, yes. And so it was just like a big trip. We all went, but my four-and-a-half-year-old was able to like wear her backpack the whole time and pull her suitcase, and Chris and I just kept looking at each other like, oh, my goodness. We made like, it. We can travel. <laughs> like, we can go on trips. I mean, there were still plenty of meltdowns, but... Yes. They're all independent now, but with getting older and having three girls, there's just like the emotions mm-hmm. are just n- next level now. Like it is just, they feel things in a way. I thought that they were emotional when they were younger, but it was just younger attitudes. And now it's like the intensity of the emotions and the irrationality of it. Mm-hmm. Neither Chris or I are like emotional people at all. And it is like the most challenging thing you mm-hmm. ever had parenting.
0: That's interesting, I love it. Uh, Braden, well, Bentley's the emotional one. He's gotten a lot better in his nine years <laughs> learning how to handle his emotions At one point, I was like, I don't know if I need to take you to anger management or therapy or what, but something something's something something, but we worked through that, okay, awesome. so what's um so you're doing your podcast, and what what's um I saw you were doing. A devotional now of some sort, right? Or are you I, doing Lent. You're focusing well. So I'm re- launching Lent Bible study. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it was. It was kind of funny. You sent <laughs> that email yesterday. I said yesterday, and it said Lent, and I was like, "Why are we talking about Lent? I'm like, it's January, and I'm like, uh-huh. holy moly, it's right? like it is almost here." And you're just like, "What is going on? Like, world, slow down,
1: slow down, slow down. It's so funny, like, yeah." That's always the hard thing. So some people don't do Lent. And so you're like, what is Lent? Is it just for Catholics? And no, the answer is no to that. It's for anyone who loves Jesus. And it's just those days leading up to Easter. But it does feel crazy early because we're still in the middle of January. And yeah, it was honestly with launching it, I was like, I I had forgotten because I'm not running Sacred Holidays so much. Before Sacred Holidays, I had my 12-month view all the time. And I knew which holidays are when and when do we need to like do each thing. And I just realized Lent begins at the end. It's February 24th or 25th. I can't remember off the top of my head. And in February, which is in one month, yeah, Lent begins. Easter's not until April. So that's where it's like, you would think it's just in the spring, later in the spring, right before summer. And Easter is then, but Lent begins in a month. And that is such an important holiday to to do for all the people listening.
0: Yeah, I used to never do Lent. Now yeah. we do Lent. Of course, I've, I'll be honest. In the last two weeks, I've been fasting from things, and then not picking the fast, the previous fast back up. I've just been Ooh,
1: continuing yeah,
0: on, continuing my fast, and then adding things instead of. I didn't do resolutions and all that stuff. Yeah, I just I'm like I'm gonna fast and press into jesus so I love um, that. yeah um last, well i made it a week and a half without eating ice cream that was my Whoa. first fast not there even just ice cream i know it sounds so crazy but like those are you know what your when your triggers are where you go to dairy queen and hope nobody sees you because <laughs> you got like a large cone instead of a small cone you know anyways um And now I'm doing bread. You're giving up bread? Bread. It's so sad. But it's okay. Does that mean even like
1: your pie crust and all kinds of bread? Or just like
0: actual loaf bread? Like, and I never really ate loaf bread, but like just buns and pizza. Pizza is that main thing. Pizza and buns. Pizza. So I found um, this keto bread, which I was like, this can count, at H-E-B in the fresh section. It's like eating sponges, but... <laughs> when you want to make a sandwich, you're like, "This is it's keto and it's homemade." Well, people so people get
1: used to it. I've My best friend's gluten free, and she's like, "This one's actually good." So then I'll try him. Like, I'm so happy for you that in your mouth it tastes good, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time I got the Ezekiel bread. Have you ever had the Ezekiel bread? Yes, you, I. You, nope, still in the freezer. Chris, Chris is like, "Don't you ever buy this again?" I think I cut my lip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like the is it ooties or U D whatever that one the gluten-free but it's not even that it's just and, and it's more of also it's for health stuff so maybe i don't feel yeah. like i'm 90 when i'm walking like what's your pain level from one to 10 it's a 13 you know <laughs> and i good, told rick good. i was like my pain level so much better in the last two weeks but is that crazy yeah and then the weather comes in and you're like, eh, and it's back. Yeah. Just kidding. But yeah, I already know what my next fast is going to be. I just, I was going to oh. do it this this week, but I was like, I'm not ready yet. God. What are you, what are you doing? I don't want to say it. Well, Day you have it. to say it now. Oh. Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, Tara, this is a good one to be done with. Okay, fine.
1: It's liquid poison. Stop. Fine. Okay,
0: fine. Coke Zero. Coke Zero, it is. What are you gonna start? Not till Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go to Sonic like 18 times the next three right. days. Dear, I gotta go to HEB. What do you need? Uh,
1: okay, so Bray's gonna be watching your Instagram, and we're gonna see on Sunday an announcement of goodbye. My Coke ode zero. to Coke Zero.
0: I'll put it maybe in the feed instead of my story. So more people yep. see it. I try, okay. If I put it in the stories not everybody sees it.
1: Right. <laughs> stories feed. It's so confusing. that There's two things that we have to do there now.
0: What you said yeah. is have to, I'm really working on just like, I don't want to, so I'm not gonna, yes. I no. think I, you know, I don't care if I lost 20 people today because I'm not talking enough. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. It is so dumb. Why did twenty people just unfollow me in twelve hours? Because you didn't talk in twenty four. <sighs> like, it's Very annoying. Yeah, I don't want to be so curated. Ugh. Yes, that's just good. not who I am. Good. Anyways, okay. So what's what's next? I mean, we have to wrap it up, or we'll talk for right. three yes. hours worth of podcast. What's if next for you? People
1: don't usually listen to three hour podcasts. That's not. Normal. I mean, I'm not good at it.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're good at it, great.
1: I'm just kidding. What's next? I don't know. Like I, I'm actually going away for a retreat for just myself this weekend. What?
0: Where are you going? Yeah,
1: It's a place in Georgia. It's called feminine hearts alive. And it sounds like super cheesy. And I'm not into like this. Cause it cheesy says feminine things. and hearts and hearts, <laughs> which are just like two words that I would never like use. And honestly, I went kicking and screaming the first year, but my husband went to the man version of it in Colorado. What's it called? That's called adventures of the heart. And why can't we, we call also, it
0: adventures of the heart for the women
1: right and it's in colorado uh, so but it's in it's at this retreat in georgia that's like the chick-fil-a retreat center and oh. it's like tara i'll post pictures on instagram it's like you're stepping into a little europe european town it is magical oh, and beautiful so they have chick-fil-a sweet tea on tap the whole time coffee the whole time and then i'm not purging that yes. i not fasting sweet tea
0: no I, ugh, I I don't do sweet up. stuff. I can't, the sweet tea. You can't you can't drink it. No, that's mm. oh too much for you.
1: Well, Damn. I love it. Well, anyway, it's so great meals. But then they have these sessions, and it's super introspective, like dealing with misidentities and. What like just renewing your relationship with the, like the father daughter relationship, yes. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. and then going off for you have a session for an hour and then you go process for one to two hours and you just find these little nook and crannies in your little European town that you're in the middle of the country and it's magic. It is that just like magical awesome. and amazing. So I'm really asking the Lord like show me like what's next. So I'm focused on the podcast wanting to teach women there I'm loving speaking at events I love doing this little boutique event I want to do more of that I'm thinking about doing some like online workshops I have a lot of people asking about how Mm -hmm. to self-publish since I've done that for so many years um and so I want to help coach people it's a hard thing to get into but getting traditionally published is even harder and so um, and it's such a good st- step for some people who maybe can't get a traditional publishing deal right. or don't want to get into it because it's also way more financially lucrative for right. beginning
0: authors. Uh, I get traditional- that one totally. I get that question a lot too. I think that some kind of class like that would be, and so, it's I mean, so I- different from every like your experience and my experience are totally different.
1: Yes, yes. So I'm going to work on that like an online workshop for people good for you. so that because I have people ask all the time and I'm spending hours. Boxing people, and I'm like, I probably should just put this in one place. So I'm gonna work on that, and then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. Do you want to write another book? I do want to write more books, and I want to write Bible studies Mm -hmm. that are non-holiday. And so we will see (laughs) where that goes. I'm talking with my agent tomorrow. So yay! Trying to see where I should step in. Are you with the same agent? same agent, same agency. They just rebranded and had a new owner. And so okay. there's a lot of exciting things oh, happening good. there as well. And, um, but I needed to kind of refocus and rebrand in some ways to mm-hmm. figure out my new direction before knowing what to pitch to publishers.
0: So. I get it. Totally. Cause there's so many things you get excited about all of it. And then you, well, me, I'm speaking from my own experience yeah. and then you just I'm gonna get stuck and I'm like, I don't even know how to move forward. Yeah. And so I've really had to say like, I know that you want to do this and I know you want to do this and I want to have cooking classes and I want to do online classes, but all of those fun things. But I'm like, right now God's just like, just work on your book. That's going to come out and go share with that. So I'm like, if it doesn't have to do with, well, I say Jesus pie and coffee and I was like, that is too broad because (laughs) I can (laughs) fill my calendar with Jesus pie and coffee all the time about all the things. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it doesn't you... have to all happen right now and overnight.
1: Totally. All right, so book update real quick, and then we can get off because I know you, your people are done. But are, like, where are you with the book? It's all written. It's all done. Are you just in marketing and waiting for it to release now?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm that girl that sends, like I've seen other um, friends have their hard copy in their hands and their book yeah. comes out after mine. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, do I have to be Melanie Schenkel to already get mine? Like why yes. does she already have hers?
1: No, you do actually. So it's harder See, when you're she new just author. confirmed it.
0: You have to be Melanie Schenkel.
1: Well, when you're we I saw like, New York Times. I knew when I did my my book with Lively last time, I knew signing with them meant I'm the lowest on the totem pole. Yeah. And I was okay with that from what I could learn from them and have that experience. But you just have to know at the beginning you are the lowest, your least priority. But you know what you can ask them to do, Tara, so you can at least have pictures is have them send you a so this is what they did for me to, can I just get a book that's cover wrapped? And oh. so I actually, all my pre pictures of the book, it was cover wrapped over someone else's book. And so like the interior wasn't actually my, my work. Oh, and that way you can take pictures with it for marketing. You can that's the thing, Cause I'm like, how many times can I
0: post the cover of, you know, just an image of the cover. And they yeah. said it was going to be here in January. And I, so I sent an email. I was like, so yeah. I mean, is it in America? <laughs> if I catch a flight, cause it's here now I could get to Minnesota, but faster than the UPS man to me tomorrow. Yes, yes. Cause I'm like, you, okay. have to, you
1: have to stay on top of them and you have to realize they have so many other authors. And because we are newer authors, it's you're we're the lowest ones on the totem pole for now. And our time will come where that's not the case, Lord willing. Um, but yeah, you do have to do a lot of micromanaging and yeah. pushing back. You are your best advocate for that.
0: And I don't, and I think that's a lot of people don't know that because I, well, I started remember I would text y'all I'm like, what kind of questions are these? And why yeah. are they asking me this? Yeah. So, yes. um, it's crazy. That could be another that's podcast. It's it, yes. But yes, I'm waiting <laughs> for the hard copy of the book. I'm having Yay. a party tomorrow for the girls on the launch team. So, so that will be fun. That will be super fun. Yeah. And then, um, which you're on the launch team, I think. Aren't you? Yes, I'm on the launch team, but I'm going on my. I know course. you're going Please. to Atlanta. I go there too. A friend of mine, she's like, I'm going to New York. I was like, Can I go with you and tell everyone like, Here's the party, party, guys. I'm going to New York. Peace out. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. So, anyways, and then working on um, uh, I mean, we have quite a few places where we'll do like a book tour and signings. So, awesome. and some of them are like dreams come true. So. Like oh. I'm going to go to Arkansas and be at Unamaze. I'm so wow. excited. Yeah. Um, wow. We're going to do that during spring break. That's way cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's almost Antique Week already. Just kind of like Lent. Lent. And then the next week is <laughs> Antique Week pretty right? much. So, gearing up for that it. already. So fun. Okay, well, I can't wait
1: to cheer you on and follow along and... I know. Okay. Me-
0: so tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Oh, yes. So Instagram, we've already talked about Instagram and how much I, it is. I love it more than me I too. just like it. Um, so Becky Kaiser, K I S E R. And then all info for everything else, Becky Kaiser.com. So you can find about events. You can find links to the book, the Bible studies, speaking requests, anything like that is all podcast. at Becky podcast.
0: You'll get Maybe used to saying that, that now. <laughs>
1: I'm an author, a speaker, and a podcaster. Podcaster. Yeah. But most of the time, I just hang out in pajama
0: pants. That's the best thing about podcasting. That's
1: what I should have worn a career day. I should have, like, worn my pajama oh my gosh. pants. And, like, and the best thing of all... I, I actually don't own pajama pants. I just wear, like, yoga pants that don't do yoga. Yeah. That's okay.
0: There you go. Okay, friend. Oh, and I did. I do always ask everyone about a recipe. And I think it's yep. funny. You're like Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, let me tell you, if Brennan <laughs> would get a Chick-fil-A, I am with you.
1: So good. Yes. So Tara asked me for those listening. Tara asked me just send my favorite recipe. I'm like, I've been on one other podcast that has asked this question before years ago. And I'm like, I feel very ashamed that I don't have, I don't have a single recipe for you other than I can tell you what to order at Chick-fil-A and to get the app because you get more points.
0: There you go. There you go. I'll share so it in stories one day. You don't have to tell everybody now.
1: There you go. <laughs> okay, Love friend. It. Thank you. Okay. Love Bye.
0: you. Bye. Bye.